0: you today for showtimes and tickets This is the joke workshop every Monday from 6 to 8 here at Mutiny Radio. This is the show where comedians do four-minute sets, and there's four minutes of critiques by their comedian peers, their comedians, their comedian peers, and uh, everyone's going to learn and have a good time. Uh, Remember means you have a minute, and you hear that horn, you have a minute. Get used to what a minute feels like. <laughs> it's a good thing to learn here at Joke Workshop. Uh, but hey, remember, everybody, the microphones are out there for you to give constructive and wonderful comments on your comedian peers. Take notes. Uh, I'll be back here taking notes, and uh, and that is that's how it works. You know, we're all here to learn and uh, and work things out. New jokes, new stuff, uh, and some comedians are just new, so everything they do is new. It doesn't even matter. All the material is new. It's great. Uh, Your first comedian of the night. He's a lovely human being. He runs the board every Friday at happy hour. That's another open mic we have here on Fridays from 6 to 8. Put your hands together, everybody, for George D. Smith.
1: You're too kind. You're too kind. If I had some money, I would put it in the bucket. But I'm going to put it on it. (sighs) I was thinking about one thing that was funny to me. I was thinking about Jerry Lee Lewis, right? Do you know who Jerry Lee Lewis is? Just, great balls of fire. Thank you, right? Goodness gracious, great balls of fire, ba One of like the, the the progenitors of all the music that you like today. If you like like rap music, comes from fucking Jerry Lee Lewis and shit like that, right? Honestly, it's weird, but if you take the time to look it up. It's there. Anyway, Jerry Lee Lewis. (laughs) What I always found weird about him was there's a world full of women. And the one fucking person he landed on was his second cousin. Isn't that weird? It's like nine billion people in the world. And how in the fuck do you land on your second cousin? Anyway, right. Not as funny as I thought it would be. All right. Oh, Jesus Christ that's gonna be awful. <laughs> All right. Oh well, yeah that's weird. All right. Yeah. Superman the movie. Is it the dumbest title or the second dumbest title right? Because it's called Superman right? I figure right it's called Superman. You don't really have to give me two dots and then say it's the movie because I already paid fucking money to go see Superman dot dot the movie. And I was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Like, uh, where's the joke at? I was trying to write it down there. gives eh, the fuck next. All right. <laughs> this is why I don't do jokes anymore, Pam, because I'm, I get too stupid and then I can't remember anything. Anyway. girl. Okay let's 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 stop doing that kind of joke shit. I hate that shit. I hate when I have shit in my hands. I hate when I feel it makes me feel weird okay. let me think about this for half a second i I bet let me this will be the end of the fucking five minutes that's swear good. okay all right. What I really don't like about when like people let's say my age or older or younger or something start talking about shit that they don't like. Well, first off, what I really don't like is you telling me what today is like, okay? Cause I already know what today looks like, okay? You know what I mean? Like when I hear somebody tell me a fucking airplane joke. Hey, man, when I was like 22 and I used to fucking fly all over the place, I used to just be able to go up there in like three minutes. But nowadays, I go over to the fucking airplane and TSA is up my ass with a fucking microscope. Can you believe that? Wah. I know what today is like. I don't need you to tell me what TSA is like. Okay, guy, you could leave out all that shit and hopefully put a joke in where the fucking first part was. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, so that goes on with me thinking about, I don't even know how the fuck I even got there, but I'm going to try to get there. Okay. But I think I get that way because I think about my old parents and like I have like old thinking, right? And I think sometimes like people think like I hate when people call people hey man, you got an old soul. Right? Hey man, you got an old soul. And you're like, I don't have an old soul. I have old fucking because 'Cause they're like thirty-eight years old and like they're I have old ovaries. Okay, I have like old sperm and old ovaries, and that means I have old thinking. And old thinking, I guess, makes old souls. And at the end of the day, I got one fucking joke. Hey, Pam. Yeah, George, what's up? What can life savers do that guys can't? Come in, Come in five different flavors.
0: Ah! Thank you, good night. Stay up there, George. Yeah, I've got comments. I don't know if Jonathan does too. Uh, Stay up there. It's comment time. It's comments time. All right, so... Monday, Monday, Monday. So so first...
1: I had to remember to tell a joke.
0: So first you talked about your second cousin... Uh, or you talked about Jerry, Jerry Lewis's, Lewis's second cousin. And I would somehow open that up to yourself. And it's like maybe you talk about yeah. your second cousin or one that you, a family member you were attracted to. Or <laughs> I someone absolutely who,
1: had one. That would be weird. But, but or, that would be or funny. Or
0: make one up or that your last name is Smith and you think everybody's related to you. And so you're like, I'm constantly afraid of fucking my second cousin so, but yeah. somehow
1: I wish I had my pen on me why don't you throw me one of those pens from back there just
0: throw uh, it, just
2: throw it, a it a pencil. the stage <laughs> what
0: was the thing when they threw the pencils at the stage but just somehow relate it to you because Fine. like yeah he was a creepy dude who was totally into his second cousin right. but then the way to make it funny is to attack mine make it yours yeah <laughs> and then with Superman the movie I would do the same tag like Superman the real man Super- mine Superman like the Ubermensch, Superman Nietzsche style like Superman like Superman the movie yeah okay but what Superman what what else could you put you know nah, no, Superman loves Nutella like I don't know that, whatever
1: that that <laughs> that, that, that. So, so those were my comments oh cool anybody else got any more comments for my whole horrifying set
3: I had the same couple of things, like, along the lines of what Pam was saying that, Tell I mean, a you joke make, you know, this idea with his second cousin, like, how can you, I mean, is his sister even hotter, you know, or, like, is there some lyrics in his song that you can yeah, joke yeah, about? Yeah, for sure I could, yeah. Yeah, he got most inspired at family reunions like something that goes a little further no, there either. absolutely is yeah. yeah great balls of fire like maybe he caught syphilis goodness from his gracious thirk. he caught syphilis it's from my his
1: fucking cousin, cousin. who and, gives a fuck you get like it's like such goes. an easy joke that's why I hate fucking writing comedy because like because <laughs> it's
3: easy yes yes yes, yes! Make you so fucking mad. Okay, hold up. Uh, the movie, the thing that you're laughing at is that they're calling something that's obviously a movie what it is. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to think of some for you and I couldn't, but mm. y- there's got to be some others like, do you go to the DMV for a driver's license? And, or do you go for a driver's license, and they call it the DMV?
4: Yeah, there you go. That's or, funny. I don't know,
3: that's dumb. Or, but like, I mean, you can get
1: annoyed. <laughs> or that, it's dumb.
0: Christopher Reeves fell off a horse and died. You know, like, <laughs> is that what that's the movie remember. called? <laughs> <laughs> sorry he was super mad Coca-Cola
1: man. you know what I don't worry about is Coca-Cola you, a you know what I do worry about is Coca-Cola not cocaine anymore it's fucked up right I'd rather have a Coca-Cola than a fucking snort of cocaine every day of the week it's there so fucked up okay. Anyway, all right. I have so many better jokes on whatever I just said, but thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Yay, everybody. George (laughs) Disman. Yay. Today in the fills, we're listening to corn because I find it to be very throwback to when I was teaching junior high. And I find that sometimes Joke Workshop feels like teaching junior high. But your next comedian... Man, actually, you look like the, uh, like the, the principal that everybody would want to fuck. I could totally see you walking around the halls in a, in a high school with yeah. that suit on. And like everybody would be like, you fucking, I want to fuck the principal, too. <laughs> everybody put your hands together for Allison Hooker!
5: Nice,
3: thank you. No, I, um, I'm dressed like this because I'm actually uh, a real estate agent. I just do comedy for the money. Um, but actually, if you guys want to buy a house, please do talk to me after. <laughs> or if any of you blow up, if any of you blow up, I'm I get the comedy circuit, okay? I woke up this morning and I went to work. I called it a daymare. Um, anyone else? <laughs> so you guys, I was uh, I was on the phone with my sister today, and she told me that she caught my eight-year-old niece kissing a boy in the bushes, and I was. Yeah, I was walking down the streets of San Francisco and I was like, damn, that's crazy. Because I just saw a grown man making six figures ride by on a scooter wearing a helmet and a backpack. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, trip off that. Like, my eight year old niece is more mature than a lot of men in San Francisco. She's like, she one day was like kicked on her scooter. She's like, fuck this. I'm going to see what's going on in those bushes. You know what I mean? I don't know, ladies. I don't know if you, you're single, the only women in. I don't know if you're single, but do, are you guys single? Yeah? Do you like being single in San Francisco? Yeah. (laughs) That's an appropriate response, actually. It's kind of a weird city to be single in. It's like a weird mix of, um, I don't know, awkward with too much money and then just kind of dicks. Like, I got got nagged the other day. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to overlook you. (laughs) I got nagged. Do you guys know what nagging is? Yeah? A guy kind of like. Some backhanded compliment so that you think you have to like make yourself look good to him So he comes up to me. He goes, you know, I usually talk to women that are younger, uh, but you have a nice body It looks like you work on it too much <laughs> And like immediately I was like, oh my god, I want him in my mouth you know? <laughs> What kind of black magic is this? But then I had to Just take a deep breath get off my knees like gather myself and I was like, no, that was kind of rude um, but, but it's like, what's his goal, you know, like best case scenario, he gets me home, right? That's, that's the idea. And then we're naked together. And then I see his little tiny, teeny, eensy-beensy, pathetic soul. You know, cause guys, we can see that when we, fuck you, we can. We can. Women are weird though. We, we like work at finding something wrong with us. Uh, I had this friend who was like, my fingers are chubby below the knuckles. (laughs) Or like, I have wrinkles on the back of my neck. (laughs) Like, I have a terrible personality. I was like, girls, be easy on yourselves. You know, none of these things matter. (laughs) Um, I was on an all-female show the other night, actually, and there was this girl on stage that was just really, really getting on her boyfriend's case for coming too fast. And I was kind of like, damn, you know, I was sitting in the audience, like, getting jealous. (laughs) Hey, This guy sounds like a fucking dream come too fast. Are you kidding me? Like, get that out of the way so we can focus on pleasing me and listening to me talk, you know? This guy sounds like a fucking amazing. Um, What else is going to say? Oh, I'll leave it on this. Um, Since all this hashtag me too stuff's been going on, my boyfriend wanted to talk to me about consent. And I was like, baby, you know, I'm... I'm consenting all the time. Like for those of you who know a little bit about me, I'm very forward. You know, I'll say things like, this post-pubescent puss is really in the mood for that wiener, you know? <laughs> like, very clear, you know? Like, come on down to the quick and easy, you know what I mean? He was like, that's what I want to talk about. Uh, yeah, apparently my consent to him really feels like assault. <laughs> We're in a bit of a, a conundrum, a bit of a catch-22 here. <laughs> You guys have been an amazing audience. Thank you so much for listening. Alison Hooker. Hope you can help me with my joke. Yay, yay. Well, the
0: opening with the eight-year-old being more worldly is awesome. And then you did great crowd work with comics, even. Like, good for you. Uh, Rude, I feel like you can call him a nigger.
3: I, I thought
0: is that, that too much? I mean, I know I you know. work with Hella Funny, so yeah. that your audience probably is there, but if you talk about negging for a while yeah, and then you say, he was a rude negger, yeah. that's going to get... I mean, am I playing too hard to that? No. Uh, and then um, I also think that soul... I mean, there's a lot of ways to turn that, like, you know, so tiny, his bank account, and be like, I am a hooker. Ah, ha, ha, ha. you know, like... Yeah. The, the soul, I don't think it has the payoff that you, I think there might be a better payoff there okay. with something else. And then I think at the end, once you say wiener, which is hilarious, you should call back to the eight year old in the beginning.
3: Okay.
0: Cause it's like, it, it's in the bush, but now actually you have bush. So it's like, you're, <laughs> I don't know. There's okay. some kind of eight year old call back there. especially when you're like,
2: my pre bed
0: wiener, like it's very childish. Okay. It's funny.
3: Thanks.
6: Comments? Yeah. I really liked your set. Um, I especially liked how you can complain about things and people, like, you know, complaining about social circumstances without being too cruel. I, I just wanted to point that out because oh, I suck at that myself. And <laughs> uh, I'm going to take some notes from like you on that. I don't mean to people. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn how to complain without you know, putting other people down. So right on. I, I like that you do that. Oh, cool. Thank you. It's Other time. comments? Yay! Alison <laughs>
0: Hooker! <laughs> and guys, if you have extra time, which she did, you should use that time to tell people where your shows are upcoming or what have you, because why not? Um, all right. Your next comedian. Uh, it looks like a new name, uh, but I'm excited to have her here. Everybody put your hands together for Dvorah Kazdan! <laughs>
7: Hey guys, are you guys ready for some Jewish humor? So I'm not trying to be a stereotype right now, but I'm deciding between being an accountant, a comedian, or a rabbi. Um, I'm an accounts payable clerk by day. I'm trying this shit out at night. And my dad is a Jews for Jesus rabbi in San Diego who wants me to take over the family business. This is a true story. Um, So when I I first told my dad that I want to be a comedian, he was supportive. He was like, that's great, honey. But are you sure you don't want to be a rabbi? (laughs) Like, I love my job. I get to tell jokes in front of the congregation. I can surf whenever I want. Yes, he surfs. Everybody in San Diego surfs. That's why I got the fuck out of there. Um, and I just thought about it for a second and I was like, huh, but can I make jokes about anal and still be a rabbi? Because then I might consider. And then he was like, well, you know, honey, as Jews, we've been getting anal from the universe since before time began. So if you want to talk about anal, you have to be a Jew. Um, no, I think if I were a rabbi, I'd institute a second circumcision which would involve full castration like Lorena Bobbit style i'd probably walk around the congregation singing the, the Torah blessing like bru Atad and snip elohenu melakalam snip sur kolamim snip sadik bekol snip notice the word sadik in the blessing sounds like saw dick I take that as a sign from God to saw some dicks off um yeah I mean it's like your dick is already whipped out as I'm like reading the Torah portion so I take that as consent for a second circumcision like I don't think you could smash the patriarchy but I do think you could slice it in one fell swoop um, I'm single. I'm not wor- too worried about being single though, because my grandma got more dick on J date than me last year. Um, she's a proper British Jewish woman, like, her accent is so posh that I can only repeat it. I could only do it if I repeat things that she says. Like, she would call my house and be like, Hi, Liz, this is your mother. I'm just calling to wish you a good Shabbos. Or my friends call me the Duchess. Or you're getting fatter. Fatter. Um, She was seeing a younger man. And by younger, I mean 75. (laughs) And my mom called me up about it and was like, I don't agree with what's going on. Like your grandmother took this guy home after one date. And I just was like, oh, wait, no, <laughs> I messed that up. Now, most people don't want to hear about their grandma's sex life, but I do. Um, and to my mom, I was like, first of all, like, grandma's basically dead. Like, let her go out with a bang. Get it? Bang. And second of all, I was thinking, like, what am I doing worrying about finding a boyfriend? Like, I'll just catch my dick when I'm 86. <laughs> Okay, you guys are awesome. For Pew, pew, pew.
0: Uh, I feel like you're missing an opportunity at the beginning. Uh, the three of us walk into a bar. Okay. Like me, myself, and I. Or I think there's a cheesy joke there with like an accountant. <laughs> yeah. You know, an, an, what was the third? An accountant, something, and a stand-up comedian. Walk, We walk into a bar or whatever yeah. the three of you are. Uh, and surfing is, um, I'm surprised because, you know, it makes sense for the Christians down there because it's like Jesus walking on water. They're like, I just want to walk on water. Yeah, And I feel like that could be a tag for you that everyone's walking on water. Jesus wasn't so fucking special, was he? Uh, and then there's a thing uh, called... Well, isn't that? What's, I don't know. Surfing is like, anyways. Yeah. All and don't surfers all think they're God or something that the the, the earth is breathing. Uh, circum- <laughs> circumcision, circumcision is choice, is decision. It, that's a that's a group of people that go around. You can tagline them. It's like a thing on the internet. Circumcision, his choice, his decision. A- anyways, I just feel like you're talking about circumcision. That was. Lovely. I, it's just, it's a movement that exists. So I I don't know. I'd just be interested in, in whatever. Uh, but the that's movement
7: all. movement uh, is for them to have. Yeah, it's like oh, okay.
0: the idea behind that is like adults that don't, that you don't, not forcing your children to be circumcised when they're babies, but like waiting till they make the conscious choice when they're six, 15, 16, 17, 18. That's cool it's yeah it's circumcision his choice his decision it's a whole movement but that's why I mean you're the concept is very edgy of what you're going to and I and I like that and I would just keep delving because I'm I'm interested in the concept of like I don't know it's a social idea of circumcision is it supposed to happen because it's clean or not it's Jew thing it's we white people do it because we're lazy like I don't know what's happening with that but I think it's a good place to delve into because it's unique yeah so that's all I have to say.
8: Yeah, it's fun. I actually knew someone in college who said that um, circumcision was the number one human rights violation in the world, which wow. I, yeah, I wouldn't call it number one, but <laughs> that's that's probably a little too far, but yeah, no, it's a real thing, so you can play with that. I also, I really like the premise of uh, like your grandma taking a guy home on the first date, and you you stopped yourself because you messed up the joke, but I, I really just wanted you to say like, mom, it could be her last date. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> Like, that's, she's got, only so much time. Like that's a that's a fun premise to play with. So um,
6: yeah, that was great. I just wanted to point out when you were doing that prayer that uh, if you uh, it's, it's, it's supposed to be singing right like there are notes yeah. in it. If you pronounce that a little bit more, I think it might accentuate the snip part. Okay. Uh,
9: yeah, I I also like the the line that you had where uh, you're saying like um, most people don't know want to know about their grandma's sex life, but I do. Right. Yeah, I, 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 like I just like that like. Pause in there. I I just wanted to point that out. That's just like a fun thing. Another really fun, silly thing that I kind of wanted to know more about was uh, your dad, because just the idea and the imagery of a surfing rabbi is just like so silly and fun that I I just kind of wanted to know more about that character, right? And just like that world that he lives in. But it was great. Yeah.
0: Everybody clap wildly. Yay, Dvorak has done. We. You're moving along. here on the Joke Workshop here on New Radio. I'm excited for your next comedian. Uh, he he was on a Virgin um, a podcast called Some Call Me Tim a wild back, and uh, it was a great interview, and I enjoyed it very much. And uh, he's here now. He's a great storyteller. He's a funny guy. Can't put your hands together. For Justin Q.
6: Thank you. Um, I don't want to cause trouble. But I just have the perfect joke in my pocket to follow that conversation. I think that circumcising your kids makes you a bit of a dick. Uh, I wish I had more than four minutes. I would love to talk about the paintings in this room. I understand that they were done by a woman. Is that right? And I want to meet her. I think that this is my type of person. I think think we need to hang out if you want to hook her up with me. All else I've got is I'm just going to whine about dating for a few minutes, uh, as many of these as I can get through. Dating isn't fun anymore. I think it's been ruined by technology. We can all agree with that. I can swipe left and right until my hand is tired, and she still needs to get out her vibrator. (laughs) Meeting women online is also no fun. It's like a raffle where the only prize is disappointment. A lot of girls I meet online tell me they're polyamorous eventually, or right away, and you know, and you know, I'm, I think it's great that, uh, that you're getting so much action, but for me, being with a girl that a bunch of guys are fucking is like eating a sandwich that a bunch of guys are fucking. <laughs> Sometimes I'll meet a girl online and I'll get all excited. I haven't been on a date in a while and I show up and she looks nothing like her picture. And I'm always so disappointed by that. I barely let her spend the night. Uh, They say the thing about online dating, I don't know if you've heard this, that the odds are good, but the goods are odd. Ever heard that? Uh, It's not true. The odds are not that good. Uh, I figured out actually if you take what I earn per hour right and you multiply that by the amount of time It actually takes me to get one girl to meet me in real life from the internet I could take all that time and money and I could buy a shotgun and blow my fucking head off. I Know complaining about online dating is like passe. It's boring. Everybody does it, but you know, it's also not Fair, because it's only thanks to internet dating, I actually sleep with a ton of women every year, which I think if you do the math is like seven or eight. Um, A lot of guys measure their sex lives entirely by the number of women they've slept with, and that is that is wrong to do. It's the number times height over weight. It's 2018, learn math. I would quit online dating. I'm sick of it, but it's even harder to meet women in real life. It's just gotten so confusing. Like, I thought it was going to be a lot easier to get laid at a slut walk. (laughs) I'm not sure what I was supposed to expect. Um, But I'm not ready to give up yet. I'm very stubborn. I don't give up very easy. I'm the kind of guy who I kept the same condom in my wallet for years before I could finally admit you're only supposed to use them once. Um, Trojan, by the way, not the best name for a condom. The Trojan horse is known, right, for sneaking in and breaking open? And releasing a bunch of men who ruin everything? Uh, where are we? So I've had a lot of relationship problems. I'm, I'm pretty bitter. Once I was with this girl and, like, I was more into her than she was into me. And she had a problem with that. She said it was a waste of a perfectly good strap-on. Uh, And when she left, it just made me want to extinguish hope forever. Kind of a stupid name, is hope anyway. I know I sound bitter. I know, like I sound, you know. But I, I know I have my part in all this too. Like, before I can really love someone else, I know I have to love myself. It helps me last longer. I don't get what the big deal is about makeup sex. I hear people rave about makeup sex all the time. And I've tried it. It's not any more fun than normal. And it takes forever to get the lipstick off my cock.
10: Uh
6: I think that's about all I can fit in, right? All right, thanks. Thank you.
3: Hey, Justin Q.
0: Uh wow. Uh you have you have really great writing and uh I think it sounds great on the radio because memorization is a thing. Like, nobody would know in Radioland. It was so funny just listening to it. Yeah. Um, but, and that works for this medium, but having it, and there, it's really good writing and it's probably new stuff, but memorization will help you just in your regular stuff. Yeah. But... Your delivery is so funny because with you said you shoot you're gonna shoot yourself. I was thought that was very funny. So kudos. It's hard to it's hard to make a suicide joke funny.
6: I've got a lot of those. And
0: the ton the ton That's why thing. Why I like this chick. Your math jokes. The reason that you can't get a lady is because you tell math jokes. But no, they're really funny. Like the math jokes are really really funny. The ton and mm-hmm. then the weight over thing. That was all very very clever. Very mm-hmm. clever clever clever. Mm-hmm. So yay i just say just memorize all that shit and you're yeah, good to go
6: that's the yeah i keep rewriting it and i can never remember the order but i'm trying to finalize it yeah i
8: would okay this forgive me if this sounds weird but i think you should play up the jokes that you said that made you sound a little creepier because that yeah. was a really fun angle to hear that from because i think everything that wasn't a, like talking about extinguishing
6: hope that just oh, fun. I was going to say which jokes were those, yeah. Yeah,
8: exactly. Extinguish Hope.
6: Um, I have more like that,
8: yeah. Uh, yeah, you could even, uh, if you want to, uh, because, okay, and this is, I don't mean to say anything. Uh, like, you don't seem like the guy who, has, who is with six or seven women every year, which is okay. I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. actually not that mm-hmm. guy. So, but I'm saying, if you do that ton joke, uh, like, if you say, I've slept with a ton of women in my life, and it's like, that's like two or three, like, um, then... Maybe it's a little
6: tighter and So life years, it, and not year?
8: Yeah, I think I, I think that, that would be funny because it, it
6: shrinks the number even more. Uh oh so it makes me look more like a like It like makes a, them
0: fatter. Yeah. Oh, I see. It it because if you sleep with a ton of women and there's four of them, so there's four there's four them that a like they, they were all 250
8: pounds. You're calling them fat, which is so. Mean, like instead of
6: awesome. every year, just I've, it's only because of online dating. I've slept with a ton of women. Yeah, which is in, I think. Yeah, like you three could three say four, in yeah. my life or not. But yeah, yeah, there's
8: there's definitely like a lot of fun little things you did. I would focus on those um, those jokes that got laughs here because when you got laughs, they were quick. They're very quick jokes, and that's those are fucking great. So yeah, do that. That was fun.
6: Awesome. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So yeah, do that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
8: yeah, I just want to,
9: yeah, dude, super clever. A lot Thank you. of really clever, funny t- stuff. Um, I was just, the uh, the only thing I was going to point out was that like for your darker jokes that landed for me, what really made it like made me feel comfortable despite how dark they could be yeah. was just like you had like a little like smile on your face just to kind of let like the, everybody know that you're, you know, you're just, like we're having fun. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so like I know you can't hear it on the radio. So but but you it came across
0: it came across listening wise like you can hear that you were it a very likable and smiles. Yeah, yeah, kind of.
9: Yeah. It just made it fun.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's cool. Thanks very much. Hello.
11: Um my only thought was I I really liked your stuff. It's so funny. Thank you. Um I think that the the ones that have the like moment, I would almost want to see them earlier, cause like yeah, I someone almost, told like, me the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like we we start to like really like you, and then you do like a bomb drop. We're like wait, a <laughs> so I feel like if yeah. you did them first, I don't know. I just I just think it would make some of the other ones.
6: Can you point out which ones, like the ones, right? Uh,
11: the one you like, I would go buy a shotgun and shoot my head off.
6: Right. Like, okay. So like anything that kind of that's of really earlier. uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay.
11: Yeah, I don't know. I think it would just set the tone. That's just my opinion.
6: Because I have difficulty telling which ones are more and less uncomfortable to people. Ah. I'm gonna have to run that by. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, 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 very um, helpful, though. Thank you. <laughs> There's
1: just one suggestion. Oh. Live in your jokes more. Be like louder and like more present. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I don't do that And stand either. by the things you're saying firmly. Yeah, and that's it. And then there'll them, be yeah. jokes, and then you'll be fine.
6: I'm reading them a different way every time and seeing what works. And yeah, yeah. It's that, it's you're that, right. More, more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just memorize them. And then when yeah. it comes out the way it comes out, because it's memorized, it'll, you'll see what... It's, then you can play with it that yeah, way. Yeah. I think it's easier for it to naturally come out and then decide which way you want it rather than trying to plan which way you want it. Like, right. just learn the words first and you'll be fine.
1: Yeah. I don't care any way you learn the words when you learn them, land on them and stay on them. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yep. Okay. I like. That's it. all I'm saying. I think that would be good for you. Because, like, at least... You know, you'd have the audience with you, good or bad or indifferent. Cool. You know, that's 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 my only suggestion. Everybody well, clap
0: you. for our favorite creep, Justin Q. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're not creepy. You're a very lovely person. What a lovely guy. You're an ex comedian. Another lovely lady. She's been producing shows. You guys should go see him. Put your hands together for Cass Inglesby. <laughs>
12: Hey guys, so um, are you guys sports ball fans? Any sports ball fans in the room? No <laughs> so if you guys been watching uh, the March Madness, like all the basketball tournaments that are going on? Yeah, I have a really hard time watching basketball, um, mostly because of the commentary. It's like, um, uh, the game's tied at 69, or um, he got the rejection, or um, he keeps feeding the horse. I really don't know what that one means, but um it sounds really dirty so yeah um i it was similar um when I in high school when I was trying to read Lords of the Flies. Have you read you guys read Lords of the Flies, yeah. Um, so I had a really hard time. I couldn't. I didn't read it. I was listening to an audio book because that's what I do. Um, and uh, I had a really hard time listening to it because it was like piggy blew. Uh, piggy bent down and blew the conch. I'm like, I and okay. I can't listen to this smut. This is this is too much for me. Uh, yeah. So I I have a dirty mind. I guess um, I started looking at porn when I was nine years old. Um, I, it was a Playboy's in my grandfather's bathroom. Um, now as an adult looking back, it was either. I, I, they were really dirty thinking about it thinking about those magazines are probably really dirty not not because of the imagery but because they were my grandfather's porn collection yeah um uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And so I, I'm a little weird. I get made fun of a lot. I have a lot of uh, nicknames and stuff like that. Um, in high school, someone someone would call me freak, and then they would like run down the hall um, as if I was like going to cast a spell at them or something. And then I would yell back, "But I went to your brother's funeral." Um, yeah, I'm not very good at comebacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Um, what else is going on? <laughs> what else is going on? Yes. Um, yeah, so there was rumors. There's been rumors about me uh, because I'm weird. Um, like uh, like that I slept with the math teacher and gave myself an abortion and um, <laughs> kept a fetus in a jar. Um, I don't really know where this came from. It's not really It's not true. Um, it was with the science teacher. Why else would you keep the fetus in a jar? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I think what else is, what else is going on in my life? I don't know I got a pap smear the other day if you're not familiar with the pap smear That's a uh, when a stranger fingers you for business not pleasure uh, And the state pays for it because I got Medi-Cal um, So that's they found out that uh, my uh, cervix is right-leaning um, So there's no there's no health problems with that. It's just there'll be more debates when I have to get an abortion Um. But I I am left leaning. I only have tattoos on the left side of my body. Um. But uh, yeah, uh, I think yeah, I think that's good. Uh, I think that's what I'm working on today. So thank you.
0: Cass Inglesby. Um, when you were doing the cast a spell thing, I was like, why? Because you were carrying a Harry Potter wand or Um, was it like magic, like witchcraft magic, like from the craft where you were like lighting candles or was it, you know, Harry Potter witchcraft, like with, you were playing Quidditch in the halls, something fucking weird. And, uh, left leaning, I feel like you have a tag there where you can get political and you can be like, you know, I, I only cried about Bernie Sanders once or Mm. something, something like left leaning because obviously like. I'm left-leaning, all my tattoos are on one side, and, you know, I, you know something super leftist, and, and everyone should have homes, Well, that's not funny and that's true, but some, think of something super like left-leaning that people would say that are like, you know, on the verge of socialism. I'm sure you can come up with lots of things. <laughs> okay. Uh,
6: before I compliment you, I wanna make sure you're doing this on purpose. The, your, sir, your delivery is great, I think it's very funny. The way that it's sort of like unconfident. You look at the floor and you're, you know, it's very, got a nerdy vibe. you doing that on purpose?
12: Um, it started out as not on purpose and then I started utilizing it as, as part of
6: okay. what I do. Yeah. Cool. I think that's, I think that's great. I think that can go very far. Um, one thing for me was I, for a couple of your jokes, I wasn't really sure whether you had made the punchline or not. And I okay. think you could clarify that. So when you said your cervix is right leaning, I thought where you were going with that was that it has, Republican political opinions, <coughs> yeah, and that yeah. was the joke, right? Yeah, I, I wasn't totally sure of that oh, when okay. you finished
0: so You can I say your that... uterus voted for
6: yeah.
0: <laughs> Trump or something, yeah, yeah, something or like my view, my uterus put in for Ted Cruz. Something that
6: leads us to the rest of the <laughs> but I, th- I think that was all okay. pretty good.
0: My uterus has Santorum in it. Sorry, we looked up Santorum today, and boy, was that fun. He did, he did something else again, terrible. He was like something in the real news and Jonathan was like, Rick Santorum. I'm like, yeah, that's the thing that has to do with anal sex. And he's like, what? Anyways, sorry, totally... Not. is anybody have any other comments, or will you tell us where your upcoming shows are? Because I know you produce things.
12: Uh, yeah. So um, I, I co-host a radio show on another station. Sorry. No, no, um, FCC <laughs> free. You yeah. Can, so, <laughs> we have no
0: problem with FCC free. Okay. Cool. Tell them and, about it. What days, yeah, times um, so for to download? I'm, it's great.
12: Yeah. So on Sundays from uh, noon to two, it's called What's Really Happening with uh, Luke Sauer, and cool. I'm the co-host. Um, so you can, can check that out in FCC free radio. Absolutely. Yeah
0: fccfree.com.org. Which
12: way is it? Uh, if you Google it, it's the first thing that comes up. So. Fantastic! Yeah. So check it out.
0: Uh, don't you produce a show at Slate? Yes, yeah,
12: uh, every fourth Saturday at Slate Bar. Um, it, uh, I produce a show. Um, it's from seven to nine uh, every fourth Saturday. Yeah. Awesome. So,
0: yeah. Everybody, Cass Inglesby. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Your next comedian. She's actually on an upcoming uh, showcase at Milk Bar, and I'm sure she'll tell you all about it after her jokes. Put your hands together for Angel
11: Weaver. What's going on, everybody? Party time. Um, I recently got really sick. And I think it was from a mic, an open mic. And I was like, I kind of wish open mics were more like strip clubs where you have to wipe it down afterwards. It's disgusting. Uh, But I lost my voice. But I went to, don't worry, I'm not contagious, Kaiser said. Sometimes I wonder if doctors just say that to get new business, you know? (laughs) Like, don't worry, you're not (laughs) contagious. (laughs) Go to work. (laughs) Breathe on people. I love it. Uh, But I do have this (laughs) really. uh I'm sad that joke went so well because I can't use it when I'm not sick okay um so I have this raspy voice that I think is cool now I kind of wish my voice sounded like this all the time because then I could be like a phone operator like hey big daddy you know like what can I get you what do you want oh yeah number five with fries pull up to the next window for your total (laughs) I think that could be kind of cool. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about the Me Too movement, which I think is really sad. Like people are just assholes. Um, and but and I, it made me start thinking. I was like, Has this happened to me? Like, has this happened to me? Like, has someone given me a pill before sex and tried to take advantage of me? And I was like, I definitely haven't been given a pill before, but I've definitely been asked to take one after. You know. <laughs> It's plan B. Plan B is interesting. I'm like, plan B is an interesting name for a pill that uh, doesn't allow for you to get pregnant because, like, there's so many other options, you know? Like, it's definitely not the second option. Like, there's condoms, there's birth control, there's the POM, the pull-out method. Like, there's a ton of things that you can do, but I started thinking about it, and I was like, well, all of those things have a little bit of a risk, right? Like, condoms are not 100% neither is birth control neither is a pull-out method so maybe plan b makes sense because plan a the only thing that's going to really prevent pregnancy uh anal <laughs> plan a for anal <laughs> i so when i was writing that joke i googled it because i wanted to make sure it was true i was like can you get pregnant from anal though um and it turns out you can if a little bit of sperm just travels from your asshole right into your vagina, so you're welcome, in case you guys were wondering that. I was like, if you get pregnant from anal, your kid is definitely gonna be an ass, right? (laughs) He's gonna be an asshole. Uh, Speaking of kids, I don't see a lot in San Francisco, but I did see a mom and a daughter getting on BART the other day, and the daughter went to go sit in the reserved seating, and the mom was like, no, you can't sit there. Like Those are for special people. And the daughter, like in all her cuteness, was like, But aren't I special? <laughs> and the mom was like, Honey, no. <laughs> and, like went, and, went, and I was like, That is such good parenting. Like, I feel like when I'm a parent, that's definitely something that I'm gonna do. Um, all right, I'm gonna end on an Uber pool joke, because I feel like I tell Uber pool jokes all the time. So I take a lot of Uber pools. Um, And one thing that I love about Uber Pools is that they let you know how long it's going to be before they come. And I really wish men would start doing the same, you know? (laughs) Like, an hour too long, cancel. I don't need that. All right, guys, thanks so much.
0: (laughs) Yay, Angel Weaver, hooray, yay. I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, How nice that you have uh, insurance. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear it in your voice, but I'm glad you're feeling better. The uh, Really funny stuff. Um, the only thing I would be careful of is um, it, this is so weird, but I mean, like uh, maybe like six years ago, even I did a joke about the butthole come f- going into your vagina and becoming a baby. So uh, there's. Um, I I know I'm sorry I just it's I know it's so obscure I'm sure it would be like but it's one of those things where like I did this one joke in the beginning and I it was about how much pubic hair I have and I was like I have a chastity pelt and I thought I was so fucking original I was like I'm the smartest person alive and then like I met like six other people that had the same punchline and I was like oh but just something to be I don't know Aware aware of yeah I mean but it's mighty specific but you're it was very funny. You're you're even even low energy, you're still really entertaining to watch and no, I mean I know and 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 the stuff about sickness like it's all really topical and you're talking and you have great personality and so it's just enjoyable to, you know, listen to.
11: Thank you.
8: Yeah, I really liked your first joke about how people fucking get sick and fucking talk right into a microphone and spit all over the goddamn microphone. <laughs> And please don't fucking do that. Oh my god! But no, it's great. Um, now the other the other thing is, um, you did, it and you're fucking you're a great writer. Like you've 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 got this shit down. You do you pace uh, when you're on stage. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it gives this it gives this like sense that you're not as confident as you are or should be um so just try like doing a set where you just got your feet just in place and even if you don't like tell a fucking joke the whole time just like as long as your feet stay still that's a good set and just kind of see how it feels and see if see if it like helps shit land better
11: yeah. yeah thanks max it's helpful
9: Yeah, I just want to echo what Max said about the first joke. It's super clever, and I'm glad somebody finally said it.
11: (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell us about your upcoming showcase at Milk Bar. Yeah, I'm on a showcase the 13th of April at the Milk Bar. Uh, The show's produced by Graham, Galloway, and a couple other folks. Uh, I'm also going to be at Cobbs on the 22nd. If anybody wants to get on my guest list, just slide my DMs. I'd be happy to add you. yeah. 13th and the 22nd of April come see me.
0: Everybody, Angel Weaver. Yeah. Comedy. So <laughs> let it go. with my music and it's off. Okay, that was weird. I was like, what is happening with the world and the music? Yay! All right, you're next to me. He's been giving great comments all night long. Put your hands together for Casey Fields!
9: Hey, so uh, I know this is Joke Workshop, but I, I feel like, like um, I, I got to call an audible and uh, just, um, uh, just be... Re- <laughs> just be... <laughs> really honest with you guys about um, uh, where I'm at. I just wanted, because I just really need help with um, performance and truth and um, listening to your inner voice in comedy, and this seems like a supportive room, and I figured you guys are good to talk to about this, because I have no one else to talk to about this. Um, So, I'm an insecure person. Uh, I didn't know that I was up until like maybe recently, Um, but I am, and um, uh, okay, sorry. I'm going to actually put money in here just because you guys... I feel bad that you guys had to listen to this. And I know you guys didn't expect therapy. I don't have money for a therapist, but I came to put $5 in the fucking thing. Uh, anyway, I'm an insecure person. I I, I grew up in a, in a uh, strict christian uh background like that's where my 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 mom is like a Japanese Christian so it's like extra like persecuted Christian and so it's really um in my bones and uh yeah and um it's uh it's part of who I am to be kind of uh afraid of things and um last year when I started doing open mics uh I started by doing like a lot of one-liners and, um, those are like lots of fun. I still love one-liner comedy, you know, like it's really, really fun. And, um, I, I eventually like maybe about like four months in started to get actual laughs, like people actually responded to things, uh, which was nice, but I still kind of felt this, like I I wasn't, it, it didn't like satisfy that part of me. And I think it's because when I was growing up, um, Comedy was not just an escape. It was a way for me to understand the world. Uh I like, grew up with like um you know, no cable, right? I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of movies, right? I, I got taken out of school when I was fifteen because like my <laughs> parents found out that they teach <laughs> evolution <laughs> in school. I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Cosmos blew my mind last year. it really like anyway uh, and uh it's it, and uh one of the things that I really struggle with just because of this this who I am is uh I, I wanted to be like a lot of these other open micers, like Valley Rinaldi, right um Greg Gettle, um yeah. you know Matthew Quirk, these people that come up on stage and it feels really real because they're they're really speaking their truth. Right, even if you might disagree with them, it's still their truth and their voice. And it felt so. That's so what really made me laugh—that like gut-level laugh, yeah. right? And I was like, I, I just wanna, I wanna fucking do that. I wanna do that so bad. And I got around to writing that material. Like finally, recently, I felt like. And um, this last week, I've been hitting mics hard with, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> and you know, and you know, everybody here I've seen, right? And um, it, I, uh, I I've been. I've been chasing it really hard and I've I've noticed that one of the hardest things for me is to make eye contact with people in the room. And even though I can, I I know my set by heart when I'm rehearsing at home and just pacing back and forth in my, in my bedroom, I, I, when I go on stage, I, I make eye contact with the audience and the words just fall apart. I fuck up the order, right? I get the, I get the um, beats wrong, right? The, my, my, um, my timing gets all fucked up. And, um, I, I just wanted to, I, I know I'm not alone, I know everybody has nerves, this takes a lot of courage to come up on stage, that's part of what it is, right, it's like, it's an act of bravery, You, it, that's what, there has to be stakes, right, you're kind of expressing yourself, so I just want to know if you guys have any tips, <laughs> I know you might just be like, I don't know man, you might have to see a doctor and get medicated, I don't know what to tell you, but, um, and that's okay too, if you don't, if there are no answers, but uh, I was just wondering if you guys had anything, you know, for warming up, just getting comfortable with audiences. Maybe it's just time, like, you know, um, but uh, that's all I uh, wanted to share. So thanks.
0: Hey, stay up there, Casey Fields. Okay, first I have a tag for you. Your mom was a Japanese Christian. It was no loaves, five fish. (laughs) right because it was it's supposed to be five loaves and two fish and then with that he did the miracles and fed hundreds of people but japanese christians are no loaves five fish i think that's fucking hilarious but uh we can start that conversation you wanted to start with people which is um you know how do you get comfortable what do you how do you do do you have like a warm-up do you you know do you look at do you do add crowd work do you practice crowd work like what do you do yeah
9: i mean uh, no i um i i used to be able to look people in the eye when i wasn't invested in the joke right when it wasn't me in it uh, but when i started expressing myself and being actually honest sure right and not just making up fun little absurd things right uh that's when things started to fall apart and i know it's something just in here i, n- I know it is um and i was just wondering yeah if you guys have any tips
6: <laughs> first of all stop telling yourself you're insecure okay that's good that's a little bit of neuro linguistic programming that's if you if you remember that everybody feels like you could be judged for saying something that's true about yourself and we all just walk around doing it anyway you just go well i'm not there's i'm not worse than them i'm not different than them i can be confident in what i say too yeah uh tip number two go slow take a five minute take a three minute bit and do it in five minutes so that you have time to think while you're on stage
10: so that you can
6: so that you don't fuck up every time so that you can take a minute and just go I'm gonna do this right because then you'll get it in your muscles and you'll do it right faster next time it's like playing an instrument your body's an instrument yeah
9: All right. awesome that's what I would say thank you yeah I was gonna basically say what he said just Basically, I think that one's
1: off.
0: I think that one got turned off somehow. The oh, switch funny. on it. Yeah, there's a switch on it, isn't there?
1: Okay, here we, is it on now. Yeah, now it is. All right. Well, I was just gonna say, just calm down, relax, and don't just think about. Remember that these are the same people that you were telling those old dumb like quick jokes at. Yeah. Right. And not just that, they're just a bunch of fuckers. And, like, you just look at them and look, I swear to God, in my head, I think about my high school class and I think about how bunch of shitheads they are. And then, like, I go, like, oh, well, it, if I'm not at least talking to them, you know, what am I talking at? Yeah. I need to, like, talk to somebody that I, like, needs to hear what I'm saying. And that's like kind of part of it, like at least for me. Like if I was just talking to like, I don't know, just nothing. I don't know. It's like bullshit. But like I need to be able to think about the thing the like the target in my mind and be confident in the things that you are saying. And if you believe in the things that you're saying, you'll be able to look anybody in the eye. Right? Because that's what you believe in. If you believe in the things that you say you'll be able to look anybody in the eye and say it right
9: actually I, no that's my problem
1: <laughs> no, well <laughs> i guess maybe you don't believe what you or what you're saying right well like oh, like the jokes that you are saying mm-hmm. you don't believe in the jokes
9: no i believe in them well, it's then, just scary to, it's to scary to tell people the truth it's scary to tell people the truth is what I'm telling do
0: you, you. Fuck! Wait, K- Casey, Casey, do you have anything else in your life? Do you have a real job or any other kind of like thing that you do with your life besides sure. comedy right now? Yeah. You have, what is that?
9: Well, I just, I write training documents. Like I just. What like, does that mean? It's like, basically That's like awesome. I have to go, <laughs> I, I basically do a lot of grunt work for like, it's like contract writing, uh-huh. you know, just like that kind of stuff. Like you like, you know, like you write manuals
0: and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Amazing. Is there any of your own voice in anything you. that you're writing, or is it all? Not for work. So, but that's interesting because you're constantly c- using your creative tool for something that has zero creativity in it. Yep. True. And that's so when you're practicing your craft, the way that you are constantly, you're a writer, but the things that you're forced to write are these things that have no personality. So then of course you're like, I'm going to write, I'm going to write these absurd things that have nothing to do with me because what you're writing anyways has nothing to do with you. So I would challenge you to just, and don't even think about it as comedy, just have like a diary or just a straight book that you force yourself to write in about anything about yourself for like 20 minutes a day. Okay. But be purely personal because the writing that you practice every day is banal and has no connection to yourself. Right. And the writing that you're crafting comedically also has nothing to do with yourself but it's clever because you're using the craft of writing as like a puzzle to put things together and be comedic. Right. But so work on that part of you that's just you being personal with yourself and then you'll see that that other craft you're using will have something to draw from.
9: Got it. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. Yeah.
12: So I have another comment. I think that with open mics there's a lot of pressure to be Um, at the same level as other people at the open mics because people have been doing doing them comedy for 10 years or three years whatever however long they've been doing it so there's a pressure to be at the same level that they're at where i think that you need to look at what level you are you're at and if you if you need a practice at looking people in the eye just take the time of an open mic just stare at the audience
0: yeah fuck yeah Yeah. don't say a word just look at every people will laugh (laughs) All right. <laughs> Eventually nice. it'll get uncomfortable enough, right?
6: <laughs> I had a something that from what you just said, you um are are you worried that people will disagree when you tell them what you what you're feeling?
9: I don't know. I I think I I can't really articulate it that much. It's just like this I you know, I think a lot of it is like I have that negative thought like you're you're fucking pathetic or you're fucking stupid for expressing this. Like nobody's interested in so, this, So right?
6: you, you think people are going to either be bored or no. Bored,
9: uninterested, nope. um, unrelatable—lots of things. Just so basically any negative. Can you
6: just let them be? Nope. Let them. Just let them do that. Oh yeah. And just and just say, okay, these people are bored with it, but this next group might not be.
11: Hmm.
9: Just face the reject. Just be like, they're just going to reject
6: it. Yeah, just... not not everyone is going to like it. Okay. Yeah, that's actually really simple. Yeah.
11: Good <laughs> yeah okay. and I just wanted to add, um, I'm by no means a comedy expert, but from a practical standpoint, like maybe just setting small goals, right? Like maybe it's like I just want to look at one person in the eye for one joke, like that's my goal for tonight and maybe the next night it's like, okay, I'm gonna look at two people then it's three. but like just setting small goals because if you just base it off of like I never look at anybody that's so far away. Yeah. But if you put like a number to it, I know that helps me when I have a goal of my own. Cool, thank you.
7: Okay, I have one comment. If <laughs> So thanks for sharing all that. Yeah. I really appreciated like that vulnerability. And I, also, I think, like, I don't know. I thought it was, like, funny when you were talking about your mom. Like, I feel like yeah. there could, like, there is, that was, like, really funny and how she's, like, Japanese and Christian and also how yeah. she, like, like, you stopped going to school because of evolution. Like, I feel like there, you could, like, harp on mm-hmm. that, like, Contradiction, like you know, Japanese, like the stereotype is, you know, they really want you to stay in school, but yeah, so that was definitely a conflict. Like maybe just like delve into that conflict more, like cool. Christianity
9: kind of took over. No, yeah, there's an irony there. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. thanks. Yeah.
0: Clap your hands wildly, everybody! Casey field <laughs> therapy it's joke work it's joke workshop yay every monday six to eight uh hey i'm excited we're moving into a max rock block that's a rock block of max it's comedic max is here it turns up to the max job rock max here mutiny radio job workshop max i'm sorry i'm being silly uh hey thanks everybody for donating your two bucks it really does help keep the station alive and float and we really do appreciate it especially when you get weird free therapy it's crazy uh, and it's all uh, recorded And there's a podcast It's available on our website You guys can always download it I have you all tagged Don't worry It'll be on your page Tomorrow Your next comedian What a funny guy You're really gonna love him He's so incredibly likable Yay Put your hands together For Max
8: Eddie Okay um, You guys Things just aren't going well With me and my girlfriend right now um, no, I'm fucking with you. I don't have a girlfriend. Uh, no, that's fine. Fu- fuck, dude. I, honestly, those are conversations that people never have explicitly, but it did feel like we were in rent together right there. Like we were just doing like a little support group. Like we we were, are all afflicted with the AIDS and we are coming together. You know, that's good. I was in rent, so I can say that right that's <laughs> is, that, is that okay um also why let's do this to the side a little bit um okay, yeah, can you guys okay i'm gonna do uh, a joke I've been doing for a while, but I'm trying to tag it up, so just pretend you've never heard it before okay? um uh so you guys i I don't know if you, any of you know this, but I am bisexual um and i'm I'm not gay yet I don't know if you've heard that that's a joke I've got but uh <laughs> i uh, uh, I told my sister I was bi, uh, and she said she doesn't believe in someone being bi. She believes you're either like gay or you're straight, or, okay, uh, she... stop, shut the fuck up, George. Oh yeah, how about, okay, here, here's a little contract, George, no, shut up, shut up. You can, you can say one thing for every laugh you got during your set. Does that sound good? Okay. Uh, I'll keep talking. Nope, that's, not... <laughs> go back, it's recorded, so uh, check that out later. Um, now, d- people are trying to do fucking jokes, man. Stop. Uh, so let's get back into my, uh, my sex jokes, everybody. Um, fucking A. Um, so, uh, yeah, she believes you're either like gay or you're straight, or as she puts it, you're gay! Uh. <laughs> but she believes in dumb stuff all the time. Like um, God. No that's, <laughs> no, that's mean. She doesn't believe in God. But uh, she believes in like personality tests, like Myers-Briggs. Has anyone here taken Myers-Briggs? Like do you guys like believe in it? No. I do. <laughs> okay, Devorah. Uh this is gonna be fun. Oh <laughs> what's your like what is your 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 type? Like what's your Myers Briggs type? I'm INTJ. INTJ. Is that so, like introvert, intuitive thinking and judging. Okay. Is that... that stop it. Um is that <laughs> is that the one that likes kombucha or like like I I don't remember that one. I got I'll figure out a tag for that. There's, that's that's fine. But uh that's fine. I actually um uh my sister like she actually factors that into who she's going to date. Uh like she so she's an EN EFTJ I, I think. And uh her um her ex Jeff was uh fuck. What's the one where you cheat? Um <laughs> He was, that, he was that one. IMDB? I don't... Fuck, I don't know. But, no, she actually... I had to, like, console her when, uh, like, her ex-boyfriend cheated on her. She was just like, I thought, like, our, our types were supposed to be, like, 99% compatible. Like, how could this happen? And I was just like, maybe he was, like, a Virgo? I Do you believe in that, too? Like, is, does that help? I don't... I'm not good at that stuff, man. People think... I have a face, like, I can help you with relationship problems, and I can't. Um, and I'll write jokes for that later. Um, th- okay, there we go. Um, well, okay, I spent, um, half my fucking set, uh, telling George to shut up, so, um, yeah, that was great. Shut, no, shut, I'll spend the, the last minute of my set telling you to shut the fuck up. People are trying to tell jokes up here, man. God damn it. It's like, we only get fucking 15 minutes a night to do this shit. Like, no one has to hear you talk. You know, if Casey spent the whole time asking a question about, like, how do I just get up here? I'll spend a minute saying, just shut the fuck up, okay? Like, I don't... God damn it. Someone's got to be the one to do it. I I know I look like the nicest person. Like, I look like I'm not going to be the guy to say that because I look like an undercover Mormon or something, but <laughs> I'll fucking... I'll tell you to shut up. <laughs> like, God damn it. Like, just... If you were funny, like, then... Yeah. I don't care. No, if he if he... Every. didn't fucking every single time no fucking Casey's up here fucking burying his soul and he's just mmm just every time after everything he said and it's like let him say his fucking words man let people tell their jokes okay don't I don't need fucking I don't need like critiques but I'm done uh, yeah thanks
0: Elder Eddie everybody give it up for Elder Eddie I actually have I have some good I have some good help you wanted a tag for one of them uh, and it's uh you said, I'd use it as a callback a couple times, you're gay, because it's really funny with the sister yeah. thing and you're gay. And then when you said, What are you? It's ITMJ. Uh, you're gay. Like that would be <laughs> funny to, um, to do. Yeah. And as a callback. And then, um, if you ever say TJ at the end, like EFTJ, I love Mexico. That place is amazing. Oh, yeah, uh, great. and you know, uh, maybe if you hadn't gotten TMJ or if your sister hadn't gotten TMJ from sucking dick, it would have been okay. Or TMJ is the thing with your jaw. Oh, okay. And so there's a thing about like getting jaw clicks or I, I would just okay. play with all those silly letters and like things that you could, I feel like there's a ton of tags to put in there with, Letters that make sounds that can correspond to things that aren't part of it, but why not?
8: Yeah, exactly. I was Kinda starting to do that with the IMDb. Right, like right, right, just, exactly. And that's yeah. what I
0: got it from is you already said IMDB, so yeah. like yeah, EFTJ. I love Mexico. The donkey show's amazing or whatever.
8: Yeah, that's that's awesome. Okay, good looking out. So you're you asked like what's the type that cheats. I just instantly thought like S L U T. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of, I've, I was trying to figure out, like, there's a lot of four-letter words that you can do um, to, so, yeah, that's that's a good one. I'll, like, write it down. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah.
0: play with letters. Look yeah. First, look at all the letters that you can become with that silly test, yeah. and then figure out all the other dumb letters that just sort of roll off the tongue, and then you'll have just tons of, like, matrices to correspond yeah. with, you know?
9: Exactly, yeah. I love the Myers-Briggs premise. It's just, like, fun, because I,
8: everybody's taking it. I mean, everyone's taking taking that test at least once, and so yeah, exactly. Yeah. And everyone like people people were always like pushing me to take it too. Did you know to take the official Myers Briggs, it costs fifty fucking dollars.
3: Really? <gasps> Even yeah, online? it costs
8: fifty dollars online, and to get certified to give the test, twenty one hundred dollars for a, a weekend seminar. It's fucking insane, right? Like you can you can take like a which Pokemon are you test on Facebook for free, but it's <laughs> like yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There's also. Um, so some of these personality tests you see on like Facebook and stuff are a big part of the uh, you know the Cambridge analytical stuff that's happening. Oh like,
13: no
11: way! Yeah, yeah. Oh so my basically, god! When you take test. Okay, yeah. I'll just tests.
8: I'll take this time to like give you the news now. Wow. Uh, now that i'm not gonna get interrupted wow. so uh no what it is is they'll uh they'll uh they were taking like people were taking those tests and then um back before facebook started regulating it better um you could take one of those tests like fucking what pokemon are you and th- these companies could not only harvest your data uh which you agreed to by signing or accepting their terms and conditions uh but they can harvest your friends data like anyone in your network so all they had wow. to do to like get you know he- access to so much of your Facebook data, they had like 5,000 data points on every American in the electorate. All they had to do was get a couple hundred thousand people to take those kinds of tests so um oh, that's yeah, awful.
0: so when it's like which yeah. which lipstick color should you wear something stupid shit like or, yeah. stupid shit what like that what kind of exactly. cat are you
8: yeah and i'm just like how do i like i i want to make that funny and also get to that point but there's a lot of shit like it's no, yeah. uh, a great premise though yeah you should, yeah.
9: yeah also i just want to say i don't know if you this it sounded ad-libbed but like the undercover mormon is just fucking funny yeah i
8: thought about <laughs> it like a year ago and it's fun but um yeah good looking out <laughs>
11: You're awesome. Um, I don't know the joke, but I thought it was funny that you were like, maybe he's a Virgo because you were making fun of like all this stupid shit and to believe in like yeah. that. Like, I don't know. I was like, that's interesting though. That's it, the one thing.
8: Yeah, I was trying to figure out because um, I've always thought of Myers-Briggs as like, it feels like uh, pretentious astrology. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, I've like, astrology like got a bachelor's in media studies or something like that's what it always felt like to me yeah so um i should why don't i just say those things i think that's fucking see casey this is what you got to do you just realize you think and you're like oh fuck i have jokes that's cool but um but yeah no i'll i'll play around with that and and figure it out but yeah thank you guys so much sorry about that That hey no it's good to
0: be honest max eddie and you guys, this is I mean, we we create whatever the community is here and however it works and You know we're the ones that tolerate what's here and what's not. So it's good to speak your mind and make this. And as Casey did, you guys can spend your time doing whatever you want. If you ever wanna practice an eight minute set because you know it's upcoming, fuck the comments. I'll just give you eight minutes. You know what I mean? Like this place is for you to work out your shit in other places, in front of people that are gonna be here and are gonna listen. And the right people stay and the right people are paying attention and give comments. So like use this space and do that then say things that are bothering you because I mean, you can't do it everywhere and Brainwash doesn't exist anymore. Uh, So (laughs) there you go. Uh, And thanks to you guys for donating $2. We really appreciate it. Your next comedian, he had a great set last Friday at Pamtastic Comedy Clubhouse. It was great for him to fill in at the last minute. And I will finish this Max Rock block to the Max by pronouncing his name right. Everybody put your hands together for Max. moa can he God damn it, I can't Moak Shaddy Moek, Moachin!
10: Mowachin,
0: Mowachin Mowachin I don't
10: have any one, so I was gonna do a five, but Mowak-chan-y-
0: Mowak-chan-y- I don't know, do you wanna <laughs> I'm I'll you
10: give you one more chance, Pam. Do you have ba- Max
0: Mowachini <laughs> All right
10: uh, but, I'm, but just for, to be clear, I'm good for the next two and a half mics right no. <laughs> now. Yeah, I, I, I like math. <laughs> no. uh, it's cool. Uh, I am excited to be here. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to read. I'm a pretty big fan. Uh, all right, thanks. <laughs> I read so much that I've actually read The Art of the Deal. Like, the Art of the Deal is Donald Trump's autobiography written by Tony Schwartz. <laughs> Like you know, when you're like you've eaten trail mix, but you already picked out all the M and M's. So all that's left is nuts, and you're like, I guess I'll just eat this. You know, that's that's where I'm at with books. Uh, the other thing too is like I I got it from Berkeley Public Library, and I requested it to be put on hold for me. Uh, and like they've they've probably never had that happen before. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think you can sign up. If <laughs> and uh, <laughs> where was I? No. Uh, but yeah. So like I don't know. If, like Berkeley's not exactly Trump country. You know, it's like. Um, and also, like, Berkeley, Berkeley Public Library, it's, it's like one flew over this cuckoo's nest became real. Like, and you can also check that book out at Berkeley Public Library, and if you do, and if you read it before you leave, you feel like you're in the book. It's, it's like Jumanji. Um, so then I went to go get it, and, like, I had to pick it up, and, the la- like, the lady gave me the book, and she just looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, all right, it's a little bit weird, but, like, why am I the crazy one? Like, the guy behind me is yelling at a bookshelf... He thinks Dewey Decimal's a person that defeated Truman in 1948. I saw this lady in the nonfiction section. She was telling all the books to keep it real. She was like, Don't be phony like those fiction books. She was like, Holden Caulfield's a hypocrite. He keeps calling people phonies, and he's not even real. He's, he's make believe. Um, I also read that book, The Secret you get like so basically they say like oh if you just visualize something happening enough it'll happen in real life but if that were true a lot of people would have been in porn <laughs> <laughs> right? I, gotta, I feel like part of me wants to like call someone out and be like you would have had sex with a lot of porn stars but i don't want to call anybody out i feel bad <laughs> um i like uh i like math too i'm a big fan uh I'm enough of a math enthusiast that I insist on referring to the Matrix movie trilogy as the Matrices. Like I, uh, like I'll tell people like oh, I haven't seen the second Matrix. I've only seen the first and third Matrices. That's, I I missed one. Um, I like to travel too. Like I went to I went to Iceland a year ago and I flew Wow Airlines. And when I got there, I found out they lost my bag. So I was like, Wow! Like, <laughs> good job, guys! Like. That was the day I found out it's like you pronounce it sarcastically. That's really the only airline you can pronounce sarcastically, right? Like you couldn't really be like southwest. <laughs> They'd be like, why are you saying it that way? Like, are you implying that we're a different direction? How dare you? It's like, well, I am about to fly from LA to DC. That's northeast. But hey, it's a round-trip flight, so catch me catch me on the way back. I might pronounce it not sarcastically. Um Also, like, I I went to Lake Tahoe last summer and uh, I had to buy sunscreen while I was there. So I went to a gift shop and I found some. I picked it up. I looked at the label and it said it had the scent of sunshine. And I was like, what does sunshine smell like? I've never, like, I've never gone outside and been like, yeah, that's, that's the good stuff, you know? Or like, hey, it's daylight savings. It's going to smell good for longer now. (laughs) Or like, it's, hey, it's an eclipse. Don't sniff directly at the sun. It'll burn your nostrils. All right, so I'm, I'm, I'll finish there. Thanks, everybody.
0: Yay, Max Mawachanine. Yay, yay. Uh, I love your book jokes, Holden Caulfield. Anything with that, of course, is wonderful because it is so very nostalgic and lovely. <laughs> and um, the secret, that was a really cute turn that you said with the porn stars, but then I'd throw in something after that, one of their weird, mundane, dumb things like, and always hold your gratitude, Rock. Or like uh, okay. one of the things that they are like, uh-huh. and make sure to thank the goddess for positivity and sunshine or whatever. <laughs> like after the porn thing, because you you turn it, you turn the subject, you you make it you know different. So we expect something different, and then I turn it back so we know you really did read the secret. Uh, okay, like gotcha. just throw us one of the bullshit because it's there's so many bullshit things you can pull out of there. Okay, gotcha. I have a gratitude rock in my pocket actually right now. Okay, I can, <laughs> I can appreciate right that. Right
11: there.
10: I would love to see an
11: act out of you Calling to put that book on hold I just uh, think that's there's a good idea. something so funny About uh-huh. you doing that But yeah,
10: I loved it Okay, cool, thank you
0: Oh right, an act out of that whole thing of like calling the Berkeley librarian because what does the Berkeley librarian sound like? Like she's got to be a piece of work, That's right? Like <laughs> this, could be, this could be a lot of fun. <laughs> be like, "Hello, wait, I have to subdue this homeless man before I answer your phone call. You want the what?"
10: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that Art could. of the who? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. There's some stuff there.
0: And what kind of, we've never heard you do act outs because you are usually pretty dry. So to see you have like some, which I think is very funny. And I think that's great about you that you're just like this very, you're funny, but you're dry. But Uh to put a little, like to inject some strange personality out of nowhere and see what that's like would be, that would be another reversal because we expect you to just be like uh chill.
10: Okay. Gotcha. So it'll give me more range or something. Yeah. Why not? Cool.
0: Stretch yourself. Other comments? (laughs) <laughs> yeah no you can say good things too you can be like oh, that was really great and it's so funny do you, um, do you have any upcoming shows anywhere
10: no unless somebody no. wants to give me one
0: are you gonna you're gonna go to Edinburgh after this uh, or are you gonna go to Mission Hill Saloon
10: uh,
0: it got cancelled it got cancelled oh so we're all gonna go to Mission Hill Saloon we're all gonna fight each other Oh, just kidding. Oh, okay, we don't want more people to go. Actually, Angel Weaver's super smart. Keep the keep the open mic secret, keep them safe. <laughs> don't tell anybody about them unless you're at Mutiny Radio. Uh, hey, everybody, put your hands together for Max. It's a Max rock block. Uh, okay, we have two comedians left, but I'm gonna do, I've been wanting to work on a thing, so I'm gonna work on it, uh, yay. Okay, yay, me, yay i would I would give myself money, but I actually don't have any, so but that would be that would be ironic right there. So, I've been wanting to talk about the Bible a lot, and I don't, you know, yeah, who loves the Bible? It's really hard because you well, you don't know how much how much like, research how deep you should get into it because when I, I mean, I just read the Bible because I really love studying feminism and I think it's just such an important text to know how women are supposed to be in the world. I think like historically, what a wonderful document to learn how to be a woman. Uh, Two amazing books. Actually, before I even get to Esther and Ruth and wow, what incredible stories. I want to start with the story of Lot. Is anybody familiar with the story of Lot in Genesis? You are? That's so great. Here's the thing. I have no idea how this attunes to feminism or how I'm supposed to be a woman, but wow, it sure talks about women in an amazing way. So uh, Sodom and Gomorrah are kind of like San Francisco, but like old timey, right? Like they're like lighting candles and like having butt sex all the time. And they're like, oh, they're like loop, spit in your butt. Oh. And so these angels come down because God is like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not doing it anymore. There's one family lot. He is totally righteous and awesome. So he sends these two angels to go visit lot. And the men, the people, all the People in the city are like knocking down his doors, like, we want to fuck those guys. And he's like, you know what? No. I'm going to give you my daughters. So he sends his two daughters out and God is like, I am pleased. You didn't have them rape the angels. Your family gets to be saved. But at the same time, his daughters are being violated by the whole town. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Thanks God. So then they're like, let's leave. Let's pack up our shit. And they're like, don't look back when we destroy it with hell and brimstone. It's going to be like the best firework display ever, but don't turn around. So he and his two daughters and his wife are running and his wife turns back and turns into a pillar of salt, somehow meaning remembrance or something about thinking about how she was really lustful. I'm not sure what, the Bible really means on this one. Not sure. But what I do know is that she's a pillar of salt and so the two daughters take the dad up into the caves and they think they're the only Jews left in creation. So what do they do? They get their dad fucking wasted and then they fuck him. So that they can have babies from their dad because they need to keep the whole Jewish race going. This is in the Bible and I don't know what it means for feminism. (laughs) But I do know it means something. (laughs) It seems kind of like America right now. Uh, No, I have no idea how those two things go together. Except that God hates women. <laughs> so there's two other books in the Bible, Esther and Ruth. And wow, Esther, what an amazing story. She saves the whole Jewish people. How? A uh, hot rack and doesn't look Jewy. Absolutely. Her name was Hadassah. They changed it to Esther. Her parents were dead. Her uncle sold her to like a king because she was hot and didn't look Jewy. So great. Not great at puzzles. Not super clever. Hot rack. Not Jewy. Uh, and then the story of Esther, or Ruth, She's great. She's a Sumerian woman, I think, or Syria, I don't know, somewhere over there and gets married to a Jew. Isn't that nice? And then they, he dies and then the mother-in-law's like, let's go back to Israel. I can't go on my own. And she's like, okay, I'll go with you. And she's like, oh, it's a beautiful story of love. And she's like, hey, go fuck the old guy, the rich one, the fat rich one. And she's like, oh, okay. And she lays at the feet of Boaz for three days, which like in the Bible is like, oh, uh-uh, I think they were getting it on. And then there's a whole verse where the guy is like, I am old and fat. Why not marry one of my younger brethren? And she's like, "Cause I listened to my mother-in-law and married the old, rich, fat dude." So what do we learn from the Bible? Hot rack, don't look chewy. Listen to your mother-in-law all the time, and um, something about letting your daughters get raped by the town. I'm not sure like how God is involved in that. And uh, okay, so those were the jokes I wanted to tell about the Bible. Yay! My question is, it's too much Bible all at once. Yeah, because people aren't interested and there's, I have to give too much, like I try to give just enough background, but we get lost the lot thing. I need actual, jo- I mean, I think the thing is funny enough on its own, just cause it's like, this is, I'm telling the actual story that's in the Bible and I think that's funny, but it's too much exposition. Yeah, everyone's just shaking their head, yeah. Right. So yeah, trying to pack it all together is impossible. It's just too much exposition and yeah. yeah. I went to Bible college too. Oh, okay, but so I'm, but I'm, 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 am straight on with it. But and but you weren't even interested, and you know about the Bible. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. Well, One I, story, I have other stories like kind of insane cause it's insane because like they want to rape men and then they're like, no, rape my daughters. And that's at the time what was OK. Yeah. <laughs> so. It, it's uh, so, yeah, I'm I've been trying to make that funny for a while. And I just kind of by telling the story. But the, the Esther and Ruth thing I used to have is a much longer thing. But I just compacted it because I'm concerned about giving too much history. And if it's enough history, but if it's not funny, I mean, I have all kinds of other things to talk about, about feminism. I'm just trying to, like, do the, I just, I happen to have a lot of biblical knowledge, so I like to use it. Yeah.
14: Uh, I was gonna say, I'm probably on the opposite end of this program, I know, like, nothing about the Bible, like, that Jesus was the person, it right? and, <laughs> and I still thought there were, like, little bits here, like, there's definitely stuff in there still that I was able to, like,
0: I don't know, I, I still found certain parts in that funny, so I wouldn't, like, do okay. Right. I know the Bible gets boring too. No one wants a sermon. I mean, <laughs> even when you go to church, you still don't want a sermon. You like want your pastor to be humorous <laughs> or whatever. I don't, I haven't been in church in a long fucking time. I have no idea what that's about. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. Yay. Oh. All right, your next comedian, uh, it is hard to read his first name, but I'm going to try it. Uh, Arjula Shanker! What was that? <laughs> is
14: that one free? No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I always feel bad whenever I go to these open mics. They'll get to my name, and it's like just like a deer in headlights. They're like... Uh, I'm just startled, almost. I didn't pronounced it. No, it's uh, it's Adithya shunker. Shanker, um, but I'll, I'll put it in. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. so you guys have probably already heard all this stuff, but I'm gonna I'm still trying to work out kinks, so I'm gonna go for it. Uh, I feel like everyone around here, I guess in general, is really trying to maximize their productivity these days, right? Like people don't want to be wasting any time whatsoever. Should always be conquering the world, which is why I don't really understand all the animosity towards Muni, right? Like, do you realize how much you can get done on a three-stop muni ride? It's like, I watch a season of The Wire, teach myself Mandarin, and then forget Mandarin before I get to work every morning, right? Like, the other day, between Powell and Montgomery, I saw a receding hairline. And it's not like I saw a guy with a receding hairline. I literally saw that hairline take a step back, you know? If physically aging on your commute every morning isn't productivity, then I don't know what is, right? I mean, you can just check that box off for the day. Aging, done. And, like, when you're on there, you can always kind of tell who reads those productivity, like, self-help books, right? Because it'll be just the go-getter just taking his morning dump on the train, right? (laughs) Right? Um, I mean, that guy is not wasting any time, right? Yeah. And if you guys have never been on Muni with someone taking a dump, then you've never been on Muni before. Yeah. I feel like Garfield established this real misconception that Mondays are the worst day of the week, right? Uh, And I got to respectfully disagree with our 20th president on this one, right? Like, Mondays aren't that bad. Wednesdays are the hardest day of the week, right? Monday and Tuesday, you're, basically every other day of the week, your conversation topics with your coworkers, are just scripted, right? You've got like, oh, how was your weekend? Oh, any plans this weekend? And then Wednesday arrives and it's like an improv class. It's like, uh, uh, um, and then you start talking about like the current events, right? Like the fact that it's Wednesday. It's like, uh, can't believe it's Wednesday already. And I'm like, I mean, I can't believe they're making a Toy Story 4. I can't believe Jay-Z did that to Beyonce. And I certainly can't believe it's not butter, but the fact that it's Wednesday is not the craziest thing I've heard this week, you know? But I'm being harsh, I'm being harsh. Like, on Wednesday, your coworkers will also really open up to you about their like, deepest feelings and emotions, right? I'll Be like, it feels like a Friday to me, you know? And now that it feels like a Friday, you can get back on script, right? So, any plans this weekend? <laughs> um, I feel like everyone's into dating apps these days as well, right? And my thing is, I don't feel that strongly about any of them, you know. I mean, I like Twitter as a friend, but I don't know if I'm ready to take that relationship to the next level, you know? Like, let's take things like take things slow. You no, know? I did get on a couple of dating apps recently, and it uh, it's been tough because my friends were like, "You really want to be transparent on there, right? Be be true to yourself." And so I put on there not monogamous. Uh, and I was like, because, I mean, you got to be agamous to at least be monogamous, right? Like, you can't be, like, there's like if you're not, like, uh, what's, like, what's the zero-gamous or whatever? non nonagamous? I don't even know if I'm using the roots correctly. But, yeah. It also might have something to do with, like, I also, my, and then my friends were, like, oh, you want to have really good photos on there. Make sure there's no, uh, like, other people aren't in your photos, right? So I replaced all my photos with images of the mystery box from Mario Kart, uh, and I was like, well, so this will be better, right? Because now it's like the girls, like, please be a blue shell. Please be a blue shell. Anytime they see my profile, right? All right, I think that's all, all I got, guys. Thanks a lot.
0: Aditya Shunker! Comments, comments, comments. comments! Comments!
15: That was really good. I really enjoyed that. Um, so the, the product, of the pooping joke is super funny. And then the first joke, where it's like the three stop thing, where you say about the Muni, but then the the, the receding hairline is just the same joke uh, again, though, right? Because it's it's that it takes a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that is hyperbole, which is a thing that people do. So that's a you know, it's a reasonable strategy. But I, it didn't. My personal opinion is it did not connect with me, but. That was you know how long how long have you been doing stand up for like, like four months that yeah you're really that's really like I didn't write a good joke for like six months, so like this is that's quite impressive yeah thanks a lot. <laughs>
0: And it's funny when you talk about someone's receding hairline because you have so much hair that, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like, it'll never, your hairline will never recede. So the concept that you're actually even looking at it on someone else, like, this is a problem you don't and will never have. (laughs) Like, you're not even, you have a big, full hair. So is it like,
14: as in like, it's, like insen- is it in- like insensitive to people with the well I mean it's almost like oh. it's almost like you're punching it's, it's like
0: you're punching down but you don't even know it because it's like oh, those okay. poor guys at ever seeding hairline but you have a lot of hair like you
9: yeah, I never even thought thick that.
0: luscious you know <laughs> okay,
9: okay. <laughs> yeah I, I thought that the, uh, um, the co-worker conversation the scripted conversation with coworkers, is like that's a great premise yeah. and I, I was thinking um, like uh like, I was just, I was like, fuck, why didn't I think of that? Like, that's, re- that's great. I was actually hoping for, like, something like, maybe like a dialogue or something, like a, like a. An actual, not an actual, but like right. some kind of conversation, like some something kind of mean in that particular. Dynamic. I don't know why I, I want. Yeah, there's something I, I in also that. have
14: this thing where I'm like, you just say, "Oh, how was your weekend?" As you nod along without listening. Kind right, of, I've tried that. And yeah. when you
0: get to Wednesday, you can pick up like something else. Like, did you see that cat video on you? Like, like Wednesday, <laughs> right. all you can do is like talk about cats or right. unicorn or, poo. Like, right. what dumb banal thing do you pull out of the internet to wave in your? Colleagues face on a Wednesday. Rare, but then rare. you get to the Friday. It's like a Friday. And then, like, yeah. that's funny because it's just that whole cycle. But right. I'd put something in there that's just mundane, like that everyone loves, like the puppy live feed or, <laughs> yeah, you know, like cat, something about cats. Cool. Yeah.
14: Awesome. awesome. Thanks. Thanks so much, everyone.
0: Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ijia Shankar. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're all about rock blocks tonight. We got an Indian rock block, but I know how to pronounce his name. Clap your hands together for Arjun Banerjee.
13: Yeah, that's right. Oh,
15: my goodness. All right. Here, what? I was diagnosed as bipolar recently, and it took, I've been going to therapy. Oh, you put the dollar, $2 in? Okay. Alrighty then, this better be worth two dollars, you guys. So laugh really loud, even if you don't like it. Uh Uh-huh, anyway, so I was diagnosed with bipolar. I've been going to therapy for about a year and a half, and I think it took my therapist so long to realize I was bipolar, uh, because I would often go in and be like, oh, I'm sad, or, oh, my parents. But I never went and was like, oh, you know, doc, sometimes I'm just really, really happy, Yeah. Never got to the mania part of that. That took a while for me to really reveal and, like, open up. And, like, you know, I'm happy sometimes. Can we fix that? Um, The thing is, though, so I am going to have to go on mood stabilizers. And what mood stabilizers are is it's paying someone $200 a month to always feel like you just ate at Denny's. Um... But uh, I would say, I, would, I did say, like, oh, Doc, I'm happy, but that's not quite it. It's like, what if someone were just ran, were just at, like, random intervals, blow cocaine into your face? Um, and for a while, I just thought that was the normal human experience, but I have recently <laughs> learned that people have to buy cocaine to get that, um, but then they get to choose when to do it. So uh, I'm not a I'm not a but no, it's 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 not fun. I like when I'm depressed, I'm like, man, I wanna kill myself. And then when I'm manic, I'm like, man, I wanna kill myself, but on a skateboard. <laughs> you know? It's like, ah Ooh, what if I killed myself anyways, um what are my other jokes about that? Here's an unrelated joke that makes me deeply unlikable. Um I dealt I dealt with a lot of bullying in high school because I bullied a lot of kids. Um Uh, Okay, see? Anyways, no, but my therapist, my therapist also, also, he also diagnosed me as a, uh, he said I was a narcissist, which means a doctor got to know me, looked at me, and then diagnosed me as an asshole. I have the met the collective wisdom of 3,000 years of Western medicine was like, yo, dude, you suck. So that's something interesting. Um, you guys ever worry, I, when I'm, is that the end of my, what is it? Is that the end of my, oh. Oh, here's one. No, but recently I've not been suicidal, but what is it when you want to attempt suicide and then survive for the attention? (laughs) I'm whatever that is. Okay, well, that's the end of those uh, mental health jokes, so it's going to get much more mundane, so we good? You guys ever, when I'm at the gym, I'm always worried people are judging me because I am judging the fuck out of everyone there. Oh, thought that was, do, do you guys not do that? Is that a me thing? No, right, because everyone's weird. Like, I see your made up exercises. That's, not, okay, I thought that would be good. Um, What else? No, I'm not going to do that joke. Oh, you know what I saw? I recently, I actually, my mom died when I was really young. Uh, she, I was like three, and so I, I didn't really remember what she looks like. And I recently saw a picture of her for like the first time in a really long time. I was like, damn, I'm really hot for what I was given to work with. Uh-huh. Because she looks like a goblin. Uh-huh. Just a big old uggo. Uh, but I, you yeah, know, I'm a solid, solid hottie. Okay, I'm done. uh uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Margin. you get to stay up there. Stay up there. No, no, no. It's okay. We have time. Uh, so, we definitely have time. so first of all, uh, what you were—the technical term—is suicidal ideation, uh, and it's pronounced weird. It's not idealization, but it's suicidal ideation, and it's thinking about suicide because you want to have it turn out in this sort of idealized way that you. I feel like you can call back to narcissism a bunch of times at the end with all of those jokes where you're like, I'm better looking and my mom's a troll <laughs> that I'm a narcissist I feel like you can call back to narcissism a lot and I applaud you for doing more personal stuff Um, you always you said you always ate at Denny's and I don't get it because it's good, because it makes you feel full, I don't understand why the Denny's line is, I don't understand what Denny's is to you, I need like a qualifier there
15: I oh. don't is it
0: because it's two, three, or four dollars, and you well, can eat, or? I guess the
15: idea is that it's like a mediocre restaurant, yeah. and so when you eat there, you feel like like just very ready. fine. You know, you you know when I, you go to Denny's, it's just like, oh, okay. And then you leave. So
0: it, but oh, Right. So I didn't understand how that had to do with happiness because I was like, and then you said cocaine buys. And I was like, what? And then I was like, well, maybe when you buy the cocaine, you do it in the bathroom at Denny's. Maybe that's why oh, Denny's can be fun. I was just confused. Uh, I didn't know what was going on there. Uh, oh, okay. But then also the skateboarder joke was great about, oh, all right. that was very
8: funny. Yeah, I was going to say, um, oh, I have a couple. I have a couple notes. Uh, one, <laughs> Good. have you, you know how some people will have like a catchphrase? I think oh, you yeah. should just, like, once, probably every two or three minutes in your... Set, well, if you're doing an hour, like, once every two or three minutes, uh, you just say, I'm a narcissist. Just like that. I feel like all my jokes think, essentially say that. <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like that's the theme of my go. personality. Yeah, but the... Um, but the Uh, the reason the gym joke didn't work is it had the same structure as the bullying joke. And so there Ah. wasn't a misdirect there. Um, I fucking love the bipolar joke. That first one was so goddamn good. Did you just write that or have you been working? I wrote
15: that on Monday. That shit's... I got my diagnosis on Monday. There we
8: go. (laughs) But no, that shit's, it's fucking hilarious. But, um, like on a serious note though, like, um... Don't do a serious note in front of everyone. Well, no, it's, it's like it's just, fine we've you weren't here earlier we had some okay. serious notes um but you don't you honestly don't need any one joke to be deeply unlikable
15: okay? <laughs> oh that's like, so sweet
8: yeah. <laughs> that is oh. No, oh it's you oh. just Ooh, you have I it. you were gonna say something about
15: like oh it was great it's, not, no, it's, it's chill fun. dog okay
1: I just want to say, Arjun. Like I've seen you do comedy for a long time. And I just That's want to fun. let you know I actually really enjoy your stage presence now.
15: Oh, oh, now, hell yeah! Yeah, oh. hey, who says you used to be? You, you, you worked your way know, like, fucking
1: into it, man. You used to be nervous-y and kind of shit, and then you look yeah. so much more relaxed. Like you don't give two fucks about what any of these dickheads have to say to you. And what about that you? That
15: is not accurate. I all val- it's what I ju- value all of your opinions. No, 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 no. It's oh.
1: what you, I'm saying is what you look like. It's not what you might feel like, okay. but you certainly have the uh, the swagger for, for uh, like a professional comedian. For a much comedian. more attractive Indian. And I think no, it's really, You're good. really good. Looking. You're really good looking. I know he hates everything I have to say, but I just want you to know that I think it's pretty, I think you look very cool like after all these fucking like i've seen you for like three fucking years man nice, yeah, like you look cool now, now man wow. yeah <laughs> like a- it like it's awesome so i just want to let you know okay. man like
13: that's it
11: fuck
1: off laugher <laughs>
13: <laughs> i'm very new to comedy and uh, oh. this is my third day and i really respect the way you express yourself and be brave and like
15: haha <laughs> brave uh, that's right say like it doesn't need be, to be funny if i'm brave here we go. <laughs>
13: every every joke has the part of the truth me like uh i i'm a religious i'm a muslim and i find it like really brave to express those like you know mentals my issues Mm -hmm. and just reveal myself open myself be more open i really respect that man like you're awesome i just I just respect oh, that, okay. man. Thank well, you.
15: Thanks, that actually means a lot,
0: thanks. Yay, clap your All hands right. together. Respect yeah. him with your clapter. everybody. It's Argy Argy Argy. Oh wait, silence. it's Cassandra. What? Wait, Cass has yeah. something to say. I'm sorry, Cass has something
6: to I say. I
12: just had one more, one more comment. The awkward silence when you're talking about judging people at the, the gym, I kind of actually liked it. And it would yeah. kind of be good if you like then judged people in the yeah. audience.
15: Mm, yeah. an asshole. okay, yeah. You are an
0: asshole. Yeah, you have a <laughs> flat butt. Your left boob is bigger than your right. Everybody, Arjun Banerjee! I would love it if someone was like, your left boob is bigger than your right. Like, that is the weirdest <laughs> nag I think you could ever hear. Uh, your last comedian of the night, he didn't sign up, but he's the guy who was just talking, who's super new. I don't know his name, but we know he's a Muslim. Clap your hands wildly for this guy.
5: to work
13: Hi, um, my name is Ali and I'm from Kazakhstan. Thank you so much. This is my third day. I actually decided that the being comedian is my dream. Yeah. yeah. It all started when I decided to go back to religion and change myself, change my bad habits, and instead gaining good habits. It's what, it was very, you know, it was very, very hard. Um, I came to school, and my teacher says, "Ali, there's something changed in you." And I said, "I quit smoking." She says, "No, there is something more." I said I quit eating chocolate and she says no there is something more deep inside you changed and I say I got back to being religious I'm a Muslim and she says why why you were so much fun before like I I I loved you being yourself but now you have these frames kind of thing you're trying to look like a prophet you're kind of trying to be this pure innocent thing you were poor I like the way you were you know I have a Meisner teacher in Academy of Art University. I'm about to graduate my MFA program. Thank you. And um, last last year, my Meisner teacher told me, when you come to God, God won't tell you. You know, <laughs> why weren't you Moses? He never tells that. He will tell you, why weren't you Ali? <laughs> and, you know, um, I had this like seven posts for the last 18 hours. So the the... The previews of the fourth post was something like that. I came back to the face, faith and I started to change myself. And I found out my true self in comedy. Yeah, right. And uh, I just want to say, um, you know, like how it feels like when you start to change and you're walking on the street, it feels like the whole city changed. <laughs> right? Feels like, Your worldview matches with everyone's worldview. Whenever you smile, everyone's smiling. Whenever you're happy, feels like everyone is ready to shake your hand about the thing someone said about the secret, right? Well, there is a lot of opinions, but (laughs) my opinion is that... Okay, this microphone going down, down, down. Okay, I'm going up. All right. All right, so... um, The secret is, we might think that at the end we will face ourselves in the mirror. But I would say we would face the things we've done. I mean, (laughs) don't we? (laughs) I feel like I don't know answer, you know? Someone said like, I know that I don't know anything. So I would say just keep up in the comedy and love yourself um don't don't read books no it's my opinion i i don't read books and i love conversations i love comedy guys keep up you you are great just know that and you know sometimes you can take the water in the glass say five good words drink it just believe it the good things happen after you say it's good thank you
0: Yay! Ali! Good things happen when you say they do, yay! Thank you for your money, yay! Thank you. Uh, so we're gonna stay up there, we give you comments and stuff. Yeah, 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 we give you comments. Hey, I think it's really interesting that your very first joke, you have a great structure, you went one, two, three, and the punchline was that you're a Muslim. I thought you were totally on the right track because people right now, it's so pregnant in everything that like, Muslims, that's weird and crazy. But like, you're, no, seriously. Also, I think that it's really neat that you're getting an MFA in religion. Religion is an art. That's funny to me. It's not a science. It's in acting. Oh, in acting. I'm sorry. I thought you were getting an MFA in religion and I was going to be like, (laughs) religion is an art? That's hilarious. Um, And then you said something about Muslim worldview, but then you didn't... I feel like... You're only in it for three days, but where I would focus your writing time is like what being a Muslim is like in what's happening right now. Because this is a perspective that none of us have really heard, and I don't hear this on stage. So it's unique as uh, somewhere to go with comedy, because we don't... And you started it. You 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 did one, two, and then your punchline on your first joke was, I'm Muslim. So you're setting yourself up for it, and I just think it's a really interesting and unique new... Situation of premises that none of us know about because I don't think any of us are Muslim. Anybody? Either. Everyone seems to be atheist around here.
13: <laughs> thank you. But, um
0: So yeah, it's a great place to start writing. Uh, other other comments for Ali, our new friend. Three days into comedy, whoop de do. He's loud. He's doing microphone stuff.
1: Super fucking fun, and I hope you do it more. I hope I see you next week. <laughs> Yay! <laughs>
0: you. So, you're getting an MFA in acting. Where are you getting your MFA in acting from? Academy
13: of Art University. Oh
0: wow! So what was the last play you were in?
13: Almost Maine last year. What what what, what was it called? Uh, Almost Maine. <laughs>
0: Almost Maine is the name of a play. I didn't yeah. even. I've never heard of it. it was like a Harold Pinter. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Everything seems to be Pinter, India Inc. or whatever he does. Cool.
13: Um, can I say hi to my teacher? Oh
0: my gosh, totally, yeah. Okay. And promote any shows that are happening right now okay. at Academy of Art, whatever you want, dude.
13: Yeah, uh, we just have... Um, so at the end of this semester, we have this musical code, uh, called um, Lousy Chaperon. and my friend Yi Ran from China is going to perform. He's really funny. Uh, he's gay, and um, I don't find any obstacles because I would say he's the one of the person who understands me more and we respect each other. So sincere kind. Um, I want to say hi to my teacher Peter Gray Lewis. He's amazing. The best Meisner teacher. And oh, Meissner? to my, Oh my God. yeah, And to my teacher uh, Lena Hart for Alexander Techniques. I just love Academy of Art. It's the best university in my point of view. But let's be real. It's my point of view. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Yay! Everybody put your hands together for Ali oh wait just uh, Angela oh Angela Angela seven. yay hey everybody uh, before we're all done does anybody want to say shows that they're in upcoming again we have five minutes left in the podcast if you'd like to get up on stage and talk about any upcoming shows you have we can just run Guys. through it Again, listen to Cassandra Inglesby on Sunday, FCC Radio, from noon to two, with Luke Sawyer. Sorry, what's his name? Sour. 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 Yeah, sweet. And um, go see Angel um, at on the thirteenth at uh, Milk Bar, and then at Cobb's on the twenty second. We've got Casey Fields. He's gonna say some stuff.
9: Oh yeah, I'm just playing. um... No, it's cool because it's like my second book show ever, and I'm. uh... Yeah, I'm going to be playing at uh, Simple Pleasures Cafe on Tuesday, April 3rd. Sweet. Starts at 8:30. Come on down, it'll be fun.
0: 8:30, free show?
9: I'm not sure. They never actually told me.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, cool. Simple pleasures. Go see Casey. Yeah. Thank you. Anyone else? Uh, Listen to Flat Black Plastic every Saturday from noon to two. It's my favorite show on the station. All he plays is vinyl. Every week is amazing. Go into his index because every single one of them is unique and insane and incredible. So if you want to have your mind blown and just listen to badass shit, Super, they're children to him every week. Flat black plastic here. Look in the index at mutinyradio.fm. Anything else from anybody? Are we all good? Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks to Jonathan for being over here, making the new night playlist, and to everybody who came tonight. Uh, hey, everybody, go do your jokes somewhere else. Yay!
13: Don't in the life out of me. Yes, I
9: know you're the person, the person that took time with me. Just give you the right to make your life rubble. Roll, 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 roll.
5: Swimming through a sea of pirates, Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat.
15: <laughs> hey, everybody.
1: Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This
14: is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program.
2: for all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs go to timstesseract.com read fiction about the future of san francisco after the water wars of 2121 in jane six ask a jedi for important life hacks Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com